Hey gang, Wonder Rob here. And Shop's here too. This podcast is part of the Geek So To Speak network. Visit GeekSoToSpeak.com for our full podcast lineup. Welcome to level 15 of the Sandbox Gamers Podcast. We're a video game podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about what we're playing and what's in the news. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm your co-host with the most, Wonder Rob, coming at you live, well, semi-live from Southern California, and on the line with me are two of my bestest friends in the metaverse, the Darth to my Vader, Vactor. Yeah! And the Amber Heard to my Johnny Depp, Jeff W. Except I win this time. <laughs> you owe me $10 million, Jeff. Factor said that earlier. said I, it's because I pooped the bed. So that's like the, what I've been dealing with all day. You know? <laughs> Jeff has defamed my character and uh -huh. defecated in my bed. Both of these things are true. Yeah. So I that's thought it was... Oh, yeah, let me paint Shock that image. Another five million. So imagine that you're you're having a, a day at work. You know, you're dealing with some new stuff that's happening, and you go to look at your phone, and there's a Discord message. You're like, oh, you know, who could this be from? Oh, hey, it's from the the Factor and Wonder Rob chat. One of my favorite things. You know, one of my favorite, a couple of my favorite guys. Uh, it's about me pooping <laughs> yeah. the bed, and then I'm just like. Why do I chat in here? You know, this sounds like a dream come true to me, Jeff. Sounds like the best chat mm. that you could possibly be a part mm. of. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The jury just came back in, Jeff. And not only do you owe me $10 million, you also owe me a 12th generation Intel Core processor with VPro, uh, 32 gigabyte DDR for 800 MHZs. That's a two times 16 GBs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one terabyte SSD terabyte. You just, you know what? Just buy. Let me give you the link. You can buy me this. All right. He's <laughs> gone, everybody. <laughs> Jeff quit Do the it. podcast. Do it. <laughs> uh, Vactor was just letting us know before we started that he just ordered himself a new gaming PC, and he's not the type to put it together. Ain't none of us got time for that. We get the, those pre-made. PCs and you know what? What if I just bought myself one on the podcast? Ooh. Would that be the first podcast where I just somebody just bought a gaming PC, hmm. a gaming PC? And I throw my other one in the trash. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I'll I'll check back in yeah. as the show continues. But thank you, listeners, for joining us. If this is your first time listening to the Sandbox Gamers podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. We don't just make Johnny Depp jokes and talk about Jeff W. owing us gaming PCs. We like to talk all the latest and greatest in video games and video game news. Plus, we like to talk the games that we're reviewing each week. And we have a nice get-to-know-you sesh at the beginning of each episode because we are a brand new video game podcast, after all. And we want you to get to know us. We want you to fall in love with us. So thank you. Do yourself a personal favor. Hit subscribe on the Apple Podcasts or the Spotify's or whatever it is you're listening to us on. But if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, did you know you could rate us in the app from your phone? It is so easy. And if you do it, listen. 
I was this was gonna be a surprise. But I'm gonna I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag. If you, the listener, rate us on Apple Podcasts five stars or Spotify five stars. Jeff W. said not only will he buy me my new gaming PC, he'll buy you your new gaming <laughs> PC. Yeah, Jeff. Okay. Also, yeah. so for a free gaming PC, please give us a review. Thank you so much. <laughs> I now, said Jeff is, was a nice guy. Is this false advertising at this point, or is this like, have we crossed that uh, Well, that's on you, Jeff. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I'm not responsible <laughs> yeah, for this. Uh, anyway, so we're going to go ahead and move on. Like I said, we talk the news, we talk the games, but we like to get to know each other a little bit better at the top of the show. And I typically don't let myself be spoiled about what the get to know you topic is at the top of the episode. I like to go in fresh, but I'm going to, I have a confession. I accidentally (laughs) read the topic because somebody factor made it so enticing that my eyes couldn't help but read it accidentally. (laughs) So let me go ahead and spit this out. This week's Get to Know You topic. Do you drink soda or pop while playing video games? So I'm assuming the question, the real, getting down to the nitty gritty, that this is not do you enjoy a nice bubbly, bubbly, carbonated beverage while you're playing video games, but what do you call the carbonated beverage? I'm going to start with Jeff W., since he's the generous one, I'm going to be generous hmm. back. Jeff, what do you call it? I feel like this is a setup because uh, I think Vactor knows what I call such a drink. <laughs> and I well, you guys he, are roommates. I think he knows what you call such a drink. So do we want what, what I would actually drink or do we want what well, I call this, Vactor? What's the, why are you talking? It's what me? you call it. And this is, again, Jeff, this is for our listeners. It's mm. not for me. Mm-hmm. If I already know the answer, that is irrelevant. <laughs> it is the listeners <laughs> who you are talking to right now. And this is for them to get to know you. I already know you. Okay. I'm just saying it feels like a sabotage. But anyway, <laughs> uh, if I had to pick one pop to drink, a pop to drink, I would probably take a little little Sprite action, a little regular Sprite, no, no fancy stuff, just a little oh, a Funko Pop, the old Sprite. Factor, I don't even know what you call it actually, because you're just you know, from everywhere at this point. That's and that's true. also what do they call it in Japan? Yeah, in Japan they call it Coca Cola, Coca Cola, <laughs> I, my favorite soda, Jeff. Mm. Is A&W Root Beer Has been since I was a kid And I used to love Remember that game Root Beer Tapper mm. Where you would throw all the root beers down the thing And you had to stop the glasses from smashing uh, That was oh one yeah. of my favorites As a kid Because I loved root beer It was my favorite soda You're the only person and I've ever heard used to say, say that by the way What? I've never heard somebody say well, that he likes root beer tapper? No, no, no Root beer is their favorite drink Or soda you just haven't met a lot of people, I Jeff, just, because I mean, I remember I had a roommate, uh, Jeff, you know him as let's just call him the A crusher. Oh, he okay. uh, he was staying with me <laughs> for a while. Rob, in we'll Arizona. just move past that. Don't worry about that. that is. We'll talk. We'll tell you off mic. But <laughs> we used to drive. Now, Rob knows the area and Jeff does, too. I was living at ASU 
mm-hmm. on University. And I would drive to Chandler Mall because wow. they had a A&W, KFC slash A&W, which is no longer there, I don't think. I think they tore it down. But we would drive it all the way over there, go into the drive-thru, order one A&W root beer, and then leave. We would do that all the time. And we thought it was hilarious that we only <laughs> ordered one root beer <laughs> through the drive-thru and left. So you guys thought so, it was funny that you drove 20 minutes, 25 minutes down the 60 to the 101 or wherever you had to go. Yeah. The 10 to and you and you won the to joke. That one A&W. Yeah, you showed them. You ordered yeah. a root beer. Because A&W is the best root beer, Jeff. Oh, you don't like mug? <gasps> I don't think mug that is place right. is even open anymore. No, I think they shut it down. Um A&W unfortunately gone out of business most places uh-huh. but you can still get it at your local grocery store jeff so next time you pop open a cold a and w just uh, think about it. your boy vector hmm. <laughs> that's the soda that i drink while i play video games what about wonder rob wow you know i call it soda yeah just so we're we're clear but i have called it pop in the past on occasion when i adopt Sometimes it comes down to adopting the vernacular of the company you're with. Yeah, right, I'm sure right. you've all done that. Yeah, uh, I reckon y'all have done that. <laughs> See, that's me adopting a pop or two in your day. <laughs> my go-to, anybody who knows me, will know that my go-to drink of choice almost always is a diet coke. Mm. But I don't really like drinking diet coke if I don't have a. If I'm not eating, yeah, I don't like enjoying a Diet Coke just on its own. Like It doesn't really work. So usually, if I'm just by myself and I want to crack open a cold one, shoot, you know your boy going to go ahead and crack open a Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew? I heard but a sometimes, Baja Blast was, was your drink of choice, Rob. Well, it's, it's, you know what? You know my body. Factor, you know my body because your story about driving to a particular restaurant just to order one drink and leave. I'm not unfamiliar with this practice. Oh no. Because on several yeah, occasions yeah. Oh, I no. have driven to a Taco Bell and said, <laughs> One Baja Blast, please. Yeah. And they say anything else? And I say, Nope. Only Is true gamers it? know nope. this feeling. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. Well, I get the Mexican pizza. As a matter of fact, I do it. Lately, I've been doing it almost every... Not not almost every day. That was about to be a lie. <laughs> every day I take my son to school. I have a little boy. Oh, okay. I'll drop him off at, at his school before I go about my work day. And there's a Taco Bell like half a mile down the block. Oh, and yeah. I will usually do that. Because I've given up energy drinks. I don't yeah. really do coffee. But just a little boost in the morning, a little Baja boost in my Baja Badusi. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's what that's what I do sometimes. Yeah. So and then, like, if it, I'm gonna say, I was gonna say, yeah. if the Taco Bell's close enough, you know, you're like, oh, it's just a right turn in here. You know what I mean? It's not even like that hard of a turn to make. Yeah, it's not I, that bad. It is on the right here, side of the road. You know what I mean? So I might as and well sometimes get it. I'm not, I'm actually about to blow your mind, Jeff, yes. and Vectors. I'm gonna tell you guys a secret that I've never told anybody. Maybe even I don't even know if I've told Shaf. The former co-host of Geek So To Speak. Maybe I've told him, but I don't know. Sometimes what I'll do 
is I'll go to Taco Bell and I'll go in when mm. I'm feeling particularly feisty and I'll get that soda. But I, when you go in, they don't fill it up for you. You know, they give you the cup. Right. And they say, go do it. And I'll go over to that soda machine and I'll put Baja Blast in it and then I'll stop halfway. Uh-oh. And then I'll put it under the Mountain Dew, regular Mountain Dew. And I'll do the old Baja Blast slash Mountain Dew. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> what do they call it? <laughs> I forgot. When you make the suicide. Yeah. <laughs> when you, I do the old Baja Blast Mountain Dew suicide. No. Take that with me. And the <laughs> drink pr- practically glows in the dark, Jeff. Jeez. <laughs> After you do that. Somebody when it comes out, it, it's the same thing, Rob. Oh, it glows yes. in the dark when it comes out. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. Yikes. Again, factor knows my body. So it's soda. <laughs> Diet Coke when I'm eating. Mm. Mountain Dew Baja Blast reigns supreme. That's what I'm talking about. Although a lot of the time I'm just drinking water when I'm playing video games. I was going to say, these days... Most of the time. Yeah, these days I'm a a Fiji man. The best bottle of water. Have you tried... Oh, gosh. Liquid Death? Mm Mm-mm. I see, like, memes about it on TikTok, and I'm afraid... You know what I mean? I don't want to be made fun of for having the the douche water. Have you tried it? Have have you... Did you Uh, drink it? It's a Target. I tried it just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I picked up the the carbonated and the non carbonated. Yeah. I don't really like uh, something about drinking plain water out of a can. Uh-huh. Doesn't really sit with me because I feel like my body is anticipating like a sugary beverage, yeah. and it doesn't really work. And then on the other side, the carbonated, I feel like my body is also anticipating a sugary beverage, but the carbonation makes up for it. Mm-hmm. But it has like a bitter taste to it. Yeah, and I know carbonation has a bitter taste in general, but it almost tastes like a beer. Yeah, like a light, 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 light beer. And I'm not a fan of of any sparkling water, any of that. I just like what 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 water boy. (laughs) I just drink straight from the the tap in the kitchen sink. That's the DW (laughs) way. All right, enough beverage talk, because everybody knows. Jeff W. is always DTF. What does DTF stand for? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> stands for Down to Talk the Fun News. So, Vactor, would you indulge Jeff W. and tell us, mostly him though, what's been going on this week in video game news? Well, you're not going to believe this, but PlayStation is actually coming out with another television or film based on a PlayStation property. Now, I'm just going to list this one story because inside of this one story, there is a tree, a branching tree of all the other PlayStation things that are going on. So I'll just okay. list this one in our in our show notes. But it is a story about Horizon Zero Dawn coming to Netflix. So there's a Horizon Zero Dawn Netflix show that is coming down the pipeline. Sony is also working on a Gran Turismo series, but it hasn't (laughs) found a distributor yet. And uh, Neil Blomkamp might be the director. We don't know. Neil Blomkamp did District 9 and Chappie, if you're interested. Uh, But also, there's a Twisted Metal series coming to Peacock. There is a God of War show coming to Amazon Prime. We already Mm. know about The Last of Us coming to hbo yeah. that that one is the one i think just because it's going to hbo yeah i think that one's at the top of my list and that has there's Pedro also pascal right yes. he's in uh-huh. it so yeah there's already yes. names on that too 
Mm-hmm. There's also a Ghost of Tsushima movie coming. There's also a Metal Gear Solid movie coming, Jeff. Uh, so all of these things, PlayStation allegedly, Jeff is yeah. trying. Well, we already saw that they got into it with Uncharted, right? That's like the first PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and okay. they even had their PlayStation Studio yeah. uh, banner come up at the beginning. So Sony is trying hard to get into all of these things. But if you if you ask me, like I said, Last of Us is number one, mm-hmm. but that God of War is number two. I want to see what they do with that one. I want to see who they cast. I want to see how they do it. But all these are good narrative games. Um, all of these have good stories. And except for the Gran Turismo, I don't know T- what they're Twisted Metal that. has a good story? <laughs> When's the last time you the, played Twisted Metal? I played Did the original. Did you even play it, Jeff? I played the... Calypso? Yeah, you did, Calypso yeah. is... Every single douchey. writer in that game has a backstory, has like yeah, a twisted but like, story. Yeah, but like, come on. Mm-hmm. Good? That, sh- that shows me that Jeff's never <laughs> played the game. No. He's only seen it. I've, no, I've, played, I've played two, three... Black for the PS. What was, was that on two? Was that PS two? PS two, I think. Yeah, was Twisted Metal Black. So I played those, uh, and I just remember laughing so hard as a kid at how ridiculous those endings were. When did Twisted Metal Black well, come out? Yeah, look at getting that. to the bottom of this. It is supposed to be an action comedy, by the way. So it's not supposed to be like a drama. This is a comedy series. That had to be two thousand four, Rob. Right. It says four oh five North America. Released June eighteenth, two thousand and one. Oh, jeez. Okay. Never mind. How old were you in two thousand and one, Jeff? Ten. He was eight. I was ten. Okay, your t- ten-year-old memory might not really remember, mm-hmm. but there That's each right. character had their own story, and my beginning, wife, middle, and end. My wife loves Sweet Tooth, so when this show comes out, we are definitely going to be watching it. But Back to what I was saying, Jeff. All mm. of these games have great storylines, and I'm interested to see what they do. Um, very interesting that they're branching out to all these different networks instead of just keeping it with one. That All right, we're going to do Netflix, yeah. Amazon, HBO, Peacock. Well, I'm wondering why. Well, I guess Sony is related. They they are under the stars umbrella, right? That's why Spider-Man's there, right? I think. Let me check because... Maybe I don't know because Stars Spider-Man, is under the Sony umbrella. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't yeah. know because Spider-Man is on Netflix now. I don't know if you saw that. But they released oh, is the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Oh, on well, I'm talking No Way Home, right? That's still that's like a Stars exclusive for like a year, right? I think. So I'm surprised. Right, I'm surprised they, they might have that. I don't know the the extent of that. Uh-huh. I don't know if one company owns the other or what. They might have just signed a a ten picture deal or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it's interesting that they didn't stay with just, all right, we got to deal with them already. Let's keep it with yeah, them. I just want to say, okay, so The Last of Us has, like, the best chance because HBO is really good, and they have names attached to that that I think are really good actors. If Twisted mm-hmm. Metal is any good, I'll be surprised. Yeah. And God it of has War. has Anthony Mackie, Jeff. Yeah. I do like Anthony yeah. Mackie. Cut the check. But we'll see about that. <laughs> but... I think also God of War, I do want to see two factor, but Amazon Prime makes me nervous. Any type of CG work I've seen from them, for whatever reason, has never been great. 
And I feel like you have to have a lot of that in a God of War show. And I mainly say that because of yeah, Wheel of Time. The, if I don't know if you guys watch Wheel of Time at all on mm-hmm. Amazon. Mm-mm. It left a lot to be desired in terms of uh, special effects. Uh, and in fact, was like the worst thing about the show. Totally took oh, wow. me out of it. Uh, so that's what makes See, me nervous about that. The last thing I watched that. on Amazon Prime was that Invincible show. I haven't watched anything oh, else yeah. after that. Yeah. Oh, The Boys is on there, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I one. do watch The Boys. The Boys is pretty good. Mm. Yeah. But Ghost of Tsushima, Jeff. Now, you were talking about Trek to Yomi, which yeah. is our, our boy Shoff's new favorite game. And I think he saw credits on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ghost of Tsushima is actually getting an adaptation with the director of John Wick, Chad yeah. Stahelski. Yeah. Um, so if you're a fan of John Wick, maybe you'll like that movie mm-hmm. as well. But Sony, like I said, they're going hard on all of these properties. Rob, are you interested in any of these? The only one I, I'm interested in really is Last of Us because yeah. I've said it before, I've said it again. The best part of video games, the story could be super great, but really it's probably leaning more towards gameplay. We've had a debate about this. They're close, but really it's the gameplay. But if I took the gameplay out, it's not as engaging. But I think Last of Us and Last of Us 2 transcends. Yes that judgment yes the story in those games are fantastic and so i'd be i would be interested in seeing how they adapt that everything else twisted metal just out of curiosity i'd be seeing what they do about that god of war i'm gonna pitch a god of war idea for you guys right now i think this is pretty smart and and i'm being totally serious and not making a joke i don't make jokes (laughs) a god of war game where Kratos is playing, or excuse me, God of War show, where Kratos is playing himself like like the Chippendales Rescue Rangers <laughs> movie that just came out. And he's like, I'm just trying to be in a video game, but nobody no. wants to make another, another God of War. And he's like walking around town, and there's like all these video game characters, like Dig Dug and stuff, essentially like Wreck-It Ralph, but God of War. Uh-huh. They could do that. Rob, you didn't beat the latest one, right? Um, no, I did not. The, the story, I don't remember why I, why I didn't beat that. I would suggest if you have some free time, go back and play that one because the story in that game is very good. Um, there's, I think I got like 15 hours in it and I stopped playing. I don't know why, because they put out that upgraded patch, remember? Yes. The, the 60 FPS patch for PS5. Mm-hmm. And I went back in and, and, and played it and I... I don't know why I stopped playing that actually. Yeah, Maybe something probably just came out. That's what that, that happens sometimes. Another game comes out and I get distracted. Yeah, real quick, yeah. uh, I just sent us a, yeah. an article too. I guess Will Arnett is voicing Sweet Tooth. Yeah. So that would raise the bar a little bit because I think Will Arnett's really good. I've liked him in like almost everything he's done. Um, oh, he's in that Rescue Rangers movie, Jim. Oh, okay. If you like, yeah. If you like, yeah. Uh, Say, so, yeah. Anything he's in, I even if I don't like what he's in, I like him in it. You know, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. maybe that'll I'll, I'll give it a little more hope because I like Will Arnett so much. Yeah, he's good. All right, boys. The biggest news of the week. There is a trailer that dropped at Star Wars Celebration over the weekend. What? Jedi Survivor, which is the sequel to Fallen Order, Rob's favorite game of the last mm-hmm. five years. And... I cannot wait for this game, boys. I saw credits on Fallen Order. I think, Jeff, you did too, right? Yes. By the way, real quick, and when we say saw credits, 
I know in the Discord it's getting a little chatter. That's a legit phrase for video games. I saw credits. No matter what <laughs> anyone says. What else would we you will say? Debate it Beat later. the game like some sort of loser. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you have to see credits on a movie. On a game, you might not. Anyway, go ahead. Also, the last level of Fallen Order is one of the best experiences I've had mm -hmm. in a video game. Star Wars video games or not. But um, it looks very good. It's just a CG cinematic trailer. There's no gameplay footage. Uh, but it, it leaves a lot of questions of, number one, what's going on? Because it's like a series of shots and cutting to different time periods and different locations. So we don't know exactly what's going on here. But I do have to um, give a little shout out. My personal friend uh, wrote that trailer. He actually texts me. Right before it was about to drop at Star Wars Celebration, he goes, are you watching the live stream? And I was like, no, I'm behind on it because I was still watching the previous day's live stream. And he was like, all right, you're going to want to watch at one one uh, one fifty five p.m. Pacific time. Tune in. There's something dropping. And I was like, all right. So I tuned in and I saw the droid from Fallen Order. So I already knew what was going to come because it was like, OK, why would the droid be there? So they dropped the trailer and I am very happy that my boy wrote that um he won't give me any other details i've been asking him in dm but he's like i can't tell you anything else uh well actually he was like i can't confirm or deny any of your uh questions that you're asking me uh, but i thought but it was a pretty good trailer emphasis on the word confirm every single time <laughs> i can't confirm <laughs> or deny I, I thought it was a it was a good trailer as far as like a mystery standpoint of oh okay i'm intrigued I want to see what happens. I was already going to play the sequel anyway, just because I liked the first one. But I'm hoping that they improve a little bit of the mechanics and the gameplay. Because um, I wasn't crazy about the controls and, like, the lightsaber fighting. Right. So hopefully they can um, step up a little bit there. But I, I didn't have any problems narrative or story-wise in that. I thought it was solid all around. I did feel a little bit uh, loose, loosey-goosey on those controls. But I guess my main thing here, Vector, was I think... We all, you said we all beat it, right, Rob? You said you beat it, right? Oh, no. Um, I beat it in the sense that I stopped well, playing it and yeah, put it yeah. back Rob, on my shelf. I never touched Rob it Rob was again. not a fan of that What game. happened in that game story-wise? I don't even remember what was happening. Like, what happened yeah, at the end? Yeah, do story time. Story time, everybody. Yes. Spoilers yeah. for uh, this game. So I, I know Rob, what it's called. yeah, <laughs> Fallen Order. I don't Rob doesn't <laughs> <just> care. <laughs> but if any listeners care, skip ahead, maybe about thirty seconds. Um, I'll, I'm going to spoil Fallen Order. Yes. So basically, Cal Kestis was a Jedi during yes. Order sixty six. He was a young Jedi. They actually show that in the game. That is a, one of the best levels in the game. Is the Order sixty six level? Yeah. Um, he has to go into hiding, and this is a new character. We've never seen this before in Star Wars. Um, he comes out of hiding because one of his buddies, uh, he's working at a dockyard. One of the ships starts falling apart. He has to save his buddy with the Force, and that gives him away as a Jedi. Right. So he's being hunted by the Inquisitors. Actually, a lot of this stuff uh, also happens in another Star Wars TV show that's say, airing right now. Every Star Wars thing now is but, like, hey, we're going to do Order 66. Show another perspective of it. I feel well, that's like. only two. Yeah, that's just that game and the um, the Obi Wan show. But mm -hmm. 
there's a lot of um, similarities that are happening right now. And the whole game is him running from the Empire, right. running from the Inquisitors. Right. Um, the final level, the one that I was speaking of, you actually get to fight Darth Vader. So that... I had to call my wife in because she's a huge Darth Vader fan, mm-hmm. and she was watching me play that last level, and she was like, this is amazing. Huh. Um, so the very last portion, he escapes Darth Vader. He goes off on a ship with Deborah Wilson, who's on Mad TV, if you remember. Uh, um, who's Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the African-American, and she's become a really good voice actress mm-hmm. over the years. She was actually in that... Um, uh, the Avengers game with um, yeah, she's been in a, in a lot of stuff. Yeah, the, the yeah, she has a very recognizable. She was in face. um, uh, what's the uh the Nazi game where you kill the uh first person shooter uh, uh Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein. She's in the one of those I believe too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. Um, but you escape with her, mm-hmm. and you're just flying off into the galaxy. So that's where we leave Cal Kestis, and he's become a pretty popular character. Also, his lightsaber is available at Galaxy's Edge, Rob, and it it's a very distinguished uh, or um, distinctive lightsaber hilt. So Cal Kestis, a lot of people have been like, number one, they've been wanting him to appear in live action. So every new show that comes out, is Cal Kestis going to be in it? Is Cal Kestis going to be in it? Mm. And they showed a trailer for the Andor show um, at ce- Celebration. Everybody was like, is Cal in the background? Is Cal in the background? Uh-huh. So the character at least has been something that's lasted also the droid bd1 we saw him in book of boba fett or not him but mm-hmm. that model of droid so a lot of stuff from fallen order has actually gone into other mediums and has lasted has a resonance in star wars so i think even if the game necessarily wasn't your cup of tea it still has some lasting effects in the some ripples in the star wars universe yeah you're you're underwater that's where okay i remember this yes. ending now yeah, that's that what was, i was mm-hmm. yeah i was like i know yeah. i saw the but i can't remember i remember being on the yeah. darth maul planet endlessly i felt like for a while on that yeah. game but yeah i'm excited about this sequel um it's coming in 2023 so we'll see it next year <laughs> we'll <buddies>. see <laughs> star wars jedi survivor mm. excellent Excellent. We got another trailer that dropped this week, boys. What? <laughs> a new Sonic the Hedgehog game. Oh, thank God. Finally. <laughs> it's called Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> and the trailer that dropped was only like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. But, Jeff, you said there was a seven-minute thing somewhere. Where was that? That is on IGN, I believe. I can link it to you, Vector. There's a yes. seven-minute okay. gameplay reveal. It's... Uh, I would actually recommend watching that over the trailer. Uh, although they okay. look very similar, like the game looks really good, like uh, visually, uh, you know, like just uh, graphic-wise. Um, but yeah, they did a seven-minute gameplay trailer on I- on IGN. Yeah. So this, the teaser, um, is basically just a couple of shots of Sonic running around, but it's supposed to display the open-world nature of this new game and. They uh, a lot of people were saying that it's kind of like Zelda and Horizon Zero Dawn mashed up together in in a Sonic package. So I'm interested to see where they go with this one. There hasn't been a good Sonic game since I want to say the Dreamcast, the very first of of all Dreamcast. original content. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, I would say there hasn't been a good Sonic game since Sonic and Knuckles Ooh-wee. on the Sega Genesis. You didn't like the Dreamcast one. 
No, I thought that one was a good like the the sense of speed in that one was really good. That was that's Except what I remember. Except for maybe that first level where you're just in San Francisco running yeah, around. That's down what the I, actually. That's maybe what I that one. Yeah. The song really did it though. I didn't. I didn't roll credits on that one, Rob. I I just played the first <laughs> fifteen minutes and then I was out in that mm-hmm. level. But yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a pretty big Sonic fan. I want to see what's happening with Sonic Frontiers. What'd you think, Rob? Well, I watched the trailer when it came out a few days ago, and it didn't. I don't want to say it left me unimpressed because that's not true. I was like, okay, the graphic style, I see what they're doing. Finally, more of an open world. Okay, maybe this will be something interesting. But then the gameplay footage came out today. I saw clips of it on TikTok first and then went back and watched it. And I got to tell you, man, I'm not super convinced that this is going to be good. The reason why is it it feels like it's the exact same game that they've been making over and over and over again. But now I just don't have invisible walls to get me from one area to the other. Like there's there's these shots, right, where Sonic is he's grinding on a rail and it's, you know, these half pipe turns and inversions and things like that. And it does the thing where the camera is behind Sonic the Hedgehog and then immediately jets to the far right of Sonic the Hedgehog. So you get this look like a cinematic shot of him doing this. And then the the camera goes, just whips back behind him again. And to me, that's a lot more like, oh, this is just the, that's exactly what it was in the other games. Mm -hmm. Why are you taking the camera control Mm -hmm. away from me in an open world game? so I can get a shot of Sonic the Chug, you know, grinding on this thing. And while the graphics look good and the environment, I mean, it looks fine for what it is, but it looks boring and barren. And it's just a bunch of like springs and and loop-de-loops and coin or not coins, rings. So I don't know, man, like these Sonic the Hedgehog games have been out of my grasp for a very long time in terms of, what I would consider fun. But if they can if they can make it something a little bit more than that, because for me, the big drop for these open world games from Death Stranding to Breath of the Wild, <coughs> excuse me, to Red Dead Redemption 2 to uh, every other big open world Skyrim is the the exploration factor i don't know what they made what do i what can i go look at what can i explore what secrets did they have yeah. and i'm not convinced that that's what this game is going for based on the gameplay trailer or the actual trailer so i'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt I'll, I'll check out the reviews but so far i am not on the hype train i'm i'm at the station where the hype train pulls in and i'm at the vending machine Grabbing some Funyuns yeah. and a Mountain Dew yeah. while the train is taking off. That's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. It, Jeff, are you a big Sonic fan? You know, I I was I am a big fan of that uh, Sonic Mania game that came out where they had it's yes. all the original games Classic. and then the uh, the the guy basically did more of those games in that style but original levels. Uh, so I would say yes. And you know, I think we are in like a little bit of a uh, a Sonic Renaissance. I guess is maybe what we could say. Uh, you know, I, Rob, Sonica songs. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not talking about the restaurant, you know, or the fast food. Um, 
because there, there, there is no renaissance for that. But we need to have that's another discussion. Jeff hates Sonic, but we'll have that mm. on another discussion. I, mean, I hate another a strong topic. word, but uh, you know, of course you would say that. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, Rob, I had the exact same feeling. I would say I saw that trailer and I was like, in my mind, and I and I still do feel this way. It, it does feel in some ways like maybe a step in like future sonic right like it feels a step in the right direction of like hey this game Mm -hmm. looks good and you're like okay i was like i was like whoa like the grass looks real the water looks real and you know what it reminded me of there's a there's a few things i saw that like kind of summarized my feelings on the game is uh, i saw somebody on twitter i'd have to pull the tweet up it was uh one of the journalists was you know he, he compared it to you know this looks like you know, you see those like, hey, here's Mario done in Unreal Engine 5. And it's like somebody that mm-hmm. put together like a little, you know, demo that just has like a high res, yeah. you know, uh, texture. Sure. Here's and, Ocarina of Time in Unreal 5. Yeah, and it's like a two minute demo, you know, and they've like just kind of remade it. So that's what it kind of felt like to me. And then uh, once the trailer came out, I'm sorry, once the uh, the full seven minute gameplay came out and I got a chance to watch it today, um it just feels like you said kind of barren i think the main thing robin you, you, you were talking about like it's fun to you know explore like zelda the, the breath of the wild and all that because of you know, see what they put in here but i do feel like that game and, and you know i guess i haven't seen the full map for this yet so i can't make a full judgment but that map seemed like it was much bigger and even with that map being massive it's jam-packed you know you can't go more than like a minute you're not even a minute like a handful of seconds of walking in breath of the wild without running into some gameplay mechanic that they've built Mm -hmm. into the game whether it's like the korok seeds something that basic or running into a shrine whereas here it feels like i'm flying around like a lot of empty space um and uh, i actually saw a funny photoshop it was it's the Windows XP wallpaper, you know, the green hill and the blue <laughs> sky, and they like just kind of photoshopped little things in there. They're like, this is what it feels like. And I, I totally agreed. I was like, this is, you know, it was at least funny to me. I was like, I understood the uh, the vibe of what they were saying. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I do feel like there's a lot of area here and it just seems like, you know, I, I'd have to like get my hands on it, obviously. And it just, it just seems like I'm gonna be doing a lot of bouncing around and like a lot of empty space here where I feel like maybe they could do something, you know, that utilizes the full space. I don't know if this needs to be open world, you know, as much as it is. And, um, you know, in fact, what it, what it even, some of the, like the rails and the buildings in the middle of the air, it kind of just looked like cheap to me in some ways where it looked like a, uh, like it looked kind of like a halo, uh, uh, forge mode you know like you'd see some of those maps where they have like the you know the levels like hanging in the sky like it looked kind of like cheap it was like it look almost looked like fan made in that that respect it didn't look like a, a fully realized world where this is like you know naturally in the world more so this is just something that they've you know have an open map and they kind of like dumped it on there um yeah so just yeah and, and, and again i like i am gonna play this and I'll, I'll check it out once it comes out and like you said i'll probably watch the reviews first just to see you know what it actually looks like when it does get here but you know i there is something about that full gameplay that's just off to me um there, there's promising things here but i just don't see them putting enough in there for me you know and yeah i feel yeah. like the gameplay 
is outdated for what they're trying to do. Like, if you're yes. going to give me a big open world, but why am I still going from platform A to platform B? And the gameplay is how fast can I go from this point to this point? Right. Look how fast I'm going. But look at this big open world that you're not letting me explore. Yeah, You just put a bunch of floating platforms and I'm auto-targeting the springs like Sonic likes to do and stuff. It, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah. It just didn't well, sell that's, me. That's the thing is everything that both of you are saying is right, but the reason why it, it's not working for either of you, I think, is because they're not updating the formula for Sonic. They're not evolving it. Where all of those games you mentioned, Rob, have multiple mechanics in them. Sonic mm-hmm. is just running, spinning, and jumping. Right. And there's nothing else. Like, you're not walking up to stuff and opening things and doing all kind of mechanics. So it doesn't make sense for them to put this in open world necessarily. Um, but by putting it in the open world, they have to have all that space because the whole goal that is they're trying to make you think, oh, I'm going fast. And so if there's a bunch of stuff in your way, then you're not going to get that sense of you're going right. fast. You have to have that. You're going to run into everything. Yeah. Or something. So I think just what they're trying to achieve is, is where the problem lies. Like, yeah. They're trying to achieve it being fast, but they're not evolving the gameplay to be something different because this is the exact same gameplay that was on the Dreamcast. Like The only difference is the world right. is more expansive, the graphics look better, there's more detailed rabbits jumping around. But maybe that was the, it was just a bad idea to begin with to be like, let's put the 90s, 2000 gameplay in 2020 levels, right? Right. So I think that's where um, the flaw lies. But I'm, I'll still play it and see how it is as well. It didn't necessarily push me away to the point where I don't want to play it. But the, the Sonic stuff that I've been seeing is, is like endless runners. Maybe that's where, and that's been on mobile stuff, maybe that's where the Sonic franchise needs to go is, is stay on mobile and endless runners. If you want to have that sense of speed and sense of nonstop motion, mm-hmm. um, Rather than or like like the the Sonic Mania game that Jeff was talking about, keep it as a two D side scroller. Yeah, keep it as a as a classic old school type of game and make new levels for that, rather mm-hmm. than trying to update it, but still keep the same gameplay. Because if you're going to update it, change the gameplay, change the mechanics of Sonic, make it like Mario, make it like you know um, Zelda, where you're actually running around and and controlling and you could use your hands. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing with Sonic, I always felt like his hands are behind his back and he's running and he's jumping and he can bounce on things. But I feel like your hands are tied the whole time where I don't feel like that with Mario or with Zelda. I feel like I can reach out and grab stuff. So. Yeah. And I was to say, you know, they've been not to just keep comparing it to Mario, which is like, you know, you can compare any franchise and it's going to look like, you know, shit compared to Mario. But, you know, Mario, they've done, they would do everything, you know, world, Super Mario World brought new stuff, you know, every iteration of it. Well, even in, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Like even or, if you like, the Yoshi game. Odyssey. Like the, you know, even Odyssey yeah. had the hat. You know, they added There's all kinds of you, branches. You have to kind of... I think maybe somebody would be like... Yeah, Mario is missing, remember? Edutainment. Edutainment. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Paint. You know, I feel like, you know, even like somebody... Like, you know, somebody might feel like the hat in, in Odyssey was goofy, but it added like an extra layer to that whole game because you could add like three or four different move sets to like... Or moves to your like set of moves to get somewhere, you know? And they don't do that here, so I definitely agree with you there, Vector. I think they could. They either need to like go to the roots and get something 
you know, like like Mania. That, that's why I think that works so well. And I think that those remasters coming up are going to be pretty decent. Um, and I also... This is making me want to play that on my Switch because I bought that game. Yeah. But I, haven't, I haven't played enough. I also it. think, like, <laughs> you know, if you compare it to, like, Mario and where I wish they would have learned is the scaling of the game, right? Like, I think, like, if this was the scale of, like, an Odyssey, like, bring it in a little more, make it a little tighter. Like, you can make it a little open world. You can make it a little, you know, a little more exploration. But, you know, tighten this up a little bit. I don't need, you know, I don't need an Assassin's Creed level uh, with a Sonic running around, you know? Um, That's what worries me the most, I guess. Uh, And, yeah, I think, you know, yeah, just bring it in a little bit on this on this map and i think i might be a little happier with it yeah all right that's it for our news for this week let's get into our lightning round yeah is just the headlines um just some quick bits which i thought our audience would be interested in but we're not going to have a full discussion on uh volvo is going to be using epic's unreal engine to create photorealistic graphics in its electric cars thank god just what everybody needed uh, Microsoft confirmed working on a gaming a game streaming dongle called Keystone. So mm-hmm. we'll see what that is like. Now, that would be interesting if you brought it to like a hotel and you're able to, instead of bringing your whole console, mm-hmm. you'd just be streaming it off of that. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, Microsoft's Flight Simulator got a Top Gun expansion for free, and I downloaded it, but I did not get a chance to play it. I did see Top Gun... <laughs> Maverick, and I would highly recommend everyone see that film. Better than the first? Because the first is not good. Yeah, I said the it, everybody. The first movie is Rob's favorite film of all time. I'm he dresses it's fine. every Halloween <laughs> in a flight suit and the aviator glasses. That's Rob. I just don't think it holds up. That's just me. I think it's fine for the time, but I don't think it holds up. But that Again, that's just me. PlayStation VR 2 is set to launch with 20 major games. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not to harp on this part, but, I mean, we're getting a state of play tomorrow, and that seems to be, like, the major, like, thing for them tomorrow. I think um, I will be getting a VR 2. Yeah, so their VR 2. And, I mean, the everything oh, yeah. I've been seeing about, like, predictions. Like, I mean, there's going to be, like, they're saying the Hogwarts Legacy release date, maybe tomorrow. Uh, obviously, Final Fantasy stuff, the 16... Um, and then uh, Half-Life Alex say, calling it now, everybody. That's, that's, Remember. That's the big thing I've been seeing online is they're saying that might, you know, show up. That would maybe be enough to make me buy that because it would be at a good, decent price range. Oh, it would be for me. For and sure. so I think that would be a major. A hundred percent. Major key. Play it all over again if they did that. Yeah. Yeah. Sony, speaking of Sony, uh, they want around half of their games to be on PC and mobile by 2025. So they're trying to push, um, just like Microsoft, they're trying to get into the PC space, and we'll see what happens there. Uh, Jeff is the resident Pokey fan on our show. There are Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and I guess there's a new legendary Pokemon, Coraiden and Maraiden. Jeff, what do you know about this? Uh, This is where... I'm an old man where I don't know any of these new characters. Even like <laughs> oh, even the new Pokemon that I, I play, like I'm like, whatever this is, you know, uh, whatever this dragon looking thing Chipotle is. You know? So I just, yeah. 
This to me is fine, but uh, I have fallen out of love with the mainline Pokemon games um, just because they're a little too complicated for me. Whereas Arceus was right up my alley. Yeah. What's your so, starter Pokemon? Let's say a Ridge, a Ridge original. Oh. You know, you got the fire type, the Charmander earth type, and Charm. He's the Easy. Charmander. It's not even close. Charmander. Because he's always angry. Yes. Just like you. <laughs> he's got an attitude. Yes. Nice. All right. <laughs> uh, there's a free app that you can stream PC games and movies from your Xbox, um, I guess, to your PC. Or PC to your Xbox. One of those. Anyways, you can stream one of those things. And then finally, <laughs> Monument Valley's Puzzles will reach PC gamers on July 12th. This was an iOS game that I really liked, Monument Valley. So it's coming to PC on July 12th. Oh, man. I haven't. That's I a very good that. game. If anyone has not mm. played Monument Valley on your iPhone or iPad, I highly recommend it. I, that's a, yeah, I it's a really good game. game. Yeah. Interesting. So that's it for the, for the lightning round, boys. And that's it for the news. Good job, Vactor. Yeah. Once again, handled with grace and uh, class. I can't breathe. That's. <laughs> <laughs> So, now we're going to move on to the games that we've been playing this week. For me, I'm just going to touch on this real fast because I know some viewers, or excuse me, listeners, one in particular, doesn't like hearing me talk about <laughs> Elden Ring every week. But another listener, we'll call, let's call him Mankind or Dude Love, loves uh, hearing me talk about Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm just gonna touch on it real quick. I've been playing more Elden Ring this Hold week. Hold on a second. Boys. I can promise. You, can next you call week, it the real name though. What Shaf calls it, uh, the worst fucking game of all time. Okay, Shaf, who is the co-host of the Geek So To Speak <laughs> podcast, everybody, uh, the namesake of our podcast network, and who also loves hearing his own name mentioned on this show. <laughs> Shaf, 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 Shaf. <laughs> does not like listening to me talk about this game yes anyway so i'm gonna keep it brief <laughs> and up, i Sean? promise next week i will play something that's not elden ring this week was just a little busy every time jeff the this this last week i spent the whole time playing the game in the underground map because oh, just yeah. when you think you beat one area of the underground map. You find a waterfall that has a coffin. Yes. And you get in the coffin, and then the coffin goes up a waterfall somehow. <laughs> and now I'm in a big underground area that's full of trees yes. and bugs. And as soon as you get through that area, you find another underground coffin that takes you to yet another yes. underground area. That's that's all catacombs and and like graves and stuff. Yes. And ju just when you think you've discovered all the secrets to this underground area, this game says, oh, you like secrets? How about 30 more secrets? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then at the end of those secrets, <laughs> like remember in Doctor Strange, the first one, where Doctor Strange is, is tripping out to magic and he looks at his hands and then at the end of the finger, there's another hand and then <laughs> yes. it closes in on that one. At the end of those fingers, it's another hand. That's what this game feels like right now and it is so good. But I think I cleared, I think I cleared the underground area, but there was one part, Jeff, where I found this boss 
Yes. That was like a big hanging like intestines from the ceiling, but it was colorful and magic. Mm, okay. It's the best way I could describe it. I don't really remember the boss. And I beat this boss after several attempts. And I got to the end and there's a big magic barrier that says, uh, you actually need the moon ring or something yeah. <laughs> to get to get past me. And I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so I just turned around and now yeah. I'm back up in uh, Lerna of the Lakes. Yeah around over there but i just have to tell everybody that this this might not just be my game of the year this might be my game of the decade what but i promise next week i'll have something to talk about that's not <laughs> just elden ring yeah and, okay. and that's me yeah and i was gonna say just about the catacombs it was funny i was when i was doing my playthrough uh the a buddy of mine at work he beat it uh within the week he was going hard on the game and he, he did everything. And then I was talking to him, I'm like, oh, hey, I found like the, the underground world, you know, where the comet comes in and breaks and you go down. And I'm like, hey, I found this. And he was telling me about stuff like the the mimic on there where you can clone mm-hmm. yourself, you know, which is like the most power, one of the most powerful things in the game at the time. I don't know if they've patched it out since or made it weaker. Uh, but I found that and he's telling me that he's like, oh, yeah, just wait to get the catacombs. Wait to get to the underground catacombs. And I'm like, well, where is it? Because I've been running around underground forever. I can't find this. And you keep saying, I'm like, he keeps referring to it as underground catacombs. And I'm like, I've been running around underground for three, four hours now. Like, what are we doing here? You know, like, what's going on? And then, yeah, sure enough, I, I ran into what you ran into. And then you're like, it. this game has like a feeling of like, like you said, almost like in, in real, like, you know, let's say like uh, like Minecraft, you, you, you dig into the ground and then you fall down 40 feet and now you're like, all right, now I'm in like a whole other area. You know, that you're like, this yeah. thing is, it, yeah, that game is pretty incredible. I, I've, I think I've said it, it's going to be like an all-year play. I'm sure I'll get back into the swing of it again and go do more because yeah. uh, I have a ton like, that I didn't get to either. I, I love it so much that I have a hard time finding the, the adequate words and descriptors and adjectives yeah to to describe it mm. it's it's a great and game and i wish shaf yeah i wish he would just get good and play yeah. it. and I, my goal that's all i want <laughs> but my goal now there is a a multiplayer co-op mod that apparently is not that bad let's go my Jeff. goal maybe me and rob i also want vector because i know vector didn't really get it you know i want vector to get the scope of this game because i know you know he's a a video game guy and i just feel like this is this is like vector this is like not this this is the like biggest game i've music. ever played yeah it's like not being into music or it's like being into music and not knowing what like thriller is you know what i mean like yeah maybe it's not your <laughs> type it maybe it's not I your type but like you gotta like listen to it you know what i mean like it's it's like an essential listen this is like have, this has become an essential play uh to me uh, for I've for looked at the games. cover of the game. Okay, you'll get there. Yeah. You'll get there. It's very good. That's all I can say. And I don't want to harp on it. I don't want to talk about the same game every so week. So good. But so far, I, this game does. There's no end in sight. Yeah. So far, like this game's so crazy big, <laughs> and there's so many things to look at and discover and do that I don't know if I'm ever going to beat this game. But yeah. we'll see. All right. So moving on to some actual new games. <laughs> To talk about this week, let me hand over the mic to Vactor. I got a chance to play Vampire Survivors, which I originally played on their website, 
for free in the browser. And I said, this game is fun enough. I can spend $2.99 on Steam. This is a bargain. And then, just recently, it came out on Game Pass. And I could have had it for free. For free? <laughs> but for free? I, another I'm, one not, I'm not too upset. Because like I said, it was $2.99. So it wasn't that bad. Um, it's in early access right now on Steam as well. Like I said, as well as Game Pass. But the type of game it is, because I've been telling Jeff about it for a little bit, but it doesn't seem like he's interested. So let me give you a backstory on Vampire Survivors. It's basically Metroid Castlevania type of graphics. And it's a gothic horror casual game with roguelike elements. Roguelite Ooh. elements, sorry. Um, and it does the motion of the whip for you. So you're not controlling that at all. All you're controlling is the left stick and where the character goes. So it's on a timer and it's just automatically, you know, doing the whip. And you've got bats and creatures flying at you. And the whole uh, skill of it is the timing of it. And then as you are killing enemies, you're getting power-ups and you're getting boosts and XP and things. So you're able to buy more magic, more um, whips and different types of uh, weapons at your disposal. And you're, the whole screen will be covered with bats at some point. It just gets harder and harder and harder. And I want to say there's only a, f I think there's two time limits. There's like a 15 minute and a 30 minute. So you just play until you beat those time limits. Um, you just try to see if you can survive up until that point. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's, number one, it's addictive. Number two, it's simplistic. But it's it's one of those games that it's easy to like it's easy to, to to get into it and to play it but it's difficult to master it where you you want to keep on every time you die you're like oh let me go again let me go again i can mm -hmm. beat it i can beat it and i think it's an indie um i think it's just a, a huge success story that it's not like a huge big budget game studio it's it's an independent title one guy made it and it deserves, you know, your dollars, even if it's two ninety nine. Um, I think it deserves your support because it's just a really fun game to play. It, it actually makes me wish I had a Steam Deck because this would be the type of game that I'd like to take with me on the Switch. Unfortunately, it's not available on Switch, but it is on PC and Game Pass on Xbox. So I would highly recommend Vampire Survivors. Maybe I'll try it. Just maybe. It's free. It's free. Well, after you pay for the service. It's free. <laughs> yeah. But there's just a huge amount of depth in the game, too. Like I said, it's it's simplistic, but there's layers on top of, okay, how am I going to do the timing? How am I going to go around and hit these monsters? So I would highly recommend everybody just check Vector, it out. Vector, you said something about your whip. What about yes. your nay nay? I knew it. There Hold we on. Go. I wanted everybody to know that I knew it. Nah. <laughs> I knew where this joke was going. Nah. My name <laughs> is in Diablo Immortal, Jeff. Oh, so it's dog shit and you have to pay for it? I have to pay for the dance? I have to pay for the yeah. nay Fuck that game. Hey, oh, they got that in Fortnite, yeah. Jeff. But continue. So, uh, you guys. Diablo Immortal. What are you, you guys are like, you guys have played Diablo games, right? What are your experiences yeah. with Diablo? Factor you. I played a lot of Diablo um, 2 in high school. Yeah. 
So, Vector, I don't think you've played a ton of those games, but no. you get like the vibe. You know the, you know what they are. Um, so this is actually Give me that read time strategy. Give it to me. Sometimes that's that's just an itch that needs to be scratched. Yeah. Sometimes, and you know, for me, it is also this fits in the category of once I hit a certain point, it is like it is mindless fun. It is like skate three to me in, in ways, not in gameplay, but like in, I just do this mindlessly and I just run around not worried about much except I'll have a podcast, you know, playing uh, very similar to uh, I've been trying to play a little bit of death stranding and uh, me and Rob talked about that last week and I, I do the same thing there. I'll, I'll get on the mission and I, all right, put in a podcast. I don't want to listen to like whatever stupid song is playing and I'll, you know, I'll listen to a podcast <laughs> and get to the next spot, right? And uh, listen to this, like, 15-minute cutscene. Um, so Immortal is really infamous for its reveal where, you know, a few years ago this was the BlizzCon game that we're all waiting for Diablo for. And I should add that uh, my roommate uh, is a maybe the biggest fan of Diablo that I've ever met in my life. Uh, and I would say pretty high up there. I mean, he was playing up until the Diablo 2 remaster. He was playing the original Diablo 2 pretty consistently. Uh, I mean, and it's been, it's weird because he's had me play it with him. And I'm like, man, this game is so old. I can't even see like where, I can't tell <laughs> the, the door sprites, you know, or like the cavern sprites. It's like, it's hard to even tell what's on the map. Um, so that's kind of where I come from. This is, is somebody who is, into Diablo, but also has to deal with someone who's a major fan. Um, but yeah, this is the game. This is the mobile game. I actually, I actually had it downloaded for my PC. Uh, but then today at work, uh, I had some extra time and I was like, you know, let me just do the phone game. Like, you know, how it was originally intended to be played when they had the BlizzCon announcement and everybody wanted mm -hmm. Diablo four, but they got a Diablo mobile game. Uh, which was like the worst case scenario <laughs> possible uh, for them to announce. And, um, you know, I I think we talked about this before, guys. I think, you know, we're both, I think we're all kind of in this same level of actor. You might do a little more mobile games, but for me, mobile games are almost non-existent uh, on my phone. There, I, I might have, you know what I have on my phone is pe like Peggle, you know, something like very <laughs> short. Like I don't need... Uh, a major like I don't want Grand Theft Auto on my phone you know or my right. iPad for that example you know it doesn't you know the virtual joysticks don't work for me um, and this that's kind of problem number one with this game when I played it I played probably a good hour or so hour and a half of it today and I got past like the opening level I got to the point where you're uh, you know a little I think I did a couple missions within once you get to the world where you, you see people spawning around you, you can see names past the tutorial and all that stuff, which does take a little bit of time. Um, it, I don't like mobile games, so that's already against, uh, you know, that's already a strike against it, uh, you know, regardless for me. Um, and then it just seems like the controls are a little bit of a mess. Navigating the screen, like I'm used to clicking on the mouse with these games in particular, just to be able to just... You have a you know you have a, a field full of loot you know I can just click through what I want not just here I feel like I'm picking up everything and they do handle that a little better like there's a little like the systems here are designed for you to pick up a bunch of stuff and then get get rid of it pretty easily when you get back to town um, so I feel like you know it's funny if 
I think this game would maybe have a place um, if they had announced this with Diablo 4, put out the Diablo 4 trailer, and then, hey, we have, like, a side game that we're working on, whereas I feel like this game is is doomed to fail just based off of how they announced it and how it was presented. Um, and and what I ended up doing later was looking into more of the uh, the upgradable weapons and, you know, seeing, try to see, I didn't, in, in fairness, I did not get to the point where they are pushing a bunch of microtransactions on me, but I think that's because I just haven't gotten to it yet. And I'm gonna probably play up until that point just to see how hard they're pushing it. Uh, from what I've been reading on the Reddits and on The Verge and on Twitter is that it gets pretty heavy with the microtransactions. Like, you can do so much, but the way I was looking at the structure, because, you know, in Diablo, like, you know, weapon stats and weapon features and loot stats are very important. Even, like, you know, 4% on, like, a certain weapon for some category can mean a lot for your character. Um, and they're kind of disguising it behind that, you know, uh, I guess the, the purchases are like, hey, you can't really get the stuff you need for this unless, you know, but if you, you know, if you spend a couple bucks, you know, you would, you know, maybe magically fall in your lap. And next thing you know, you're playing the game how you want to play it. Um, so for me, I think this game is kind of shitty. Uh, I hope they would do something. I am going to try it on, on PC just to see if I feel maybe any different about it. But uh, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, you know, I don't think it's going to change my mind, uh, I should say. Um, so to me, I had a, it was a very, very disappointing uh, time. I was hoping they would maybe, you know, maybe redeem themselves a little bit, do something with it. Uh, but this just feels like, you know, it'd be like, I'm trying to even think of a way. It'd be like trying to play Halo 3 on like a Game Boy, you know. It's just not, right. <laughs> not what I want to play, you know. I'll tell you what, you got me itching to play some Diablo 2, though. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, the Dia- Diablo 2 Remastered? It, it's been a really long time. Diablo 2 Remastered? That is... Get that on sale, go play that. That's a good game. Man, I don't know. I just might be <laughs> the itch. It's I haven't funny. thought about Diablo in a really yeah. long time. Yeah. That was something I played a lot in high school. A buddy of mine uh, was really into it, and I would go, to, go over to his house. That was, like, my first real big intro into PC gaming. Right. And then he showed me Duke Nukem, and then before I knew it, I was like, <laughs> "Man, can we get PC gaming?" <laughs> yeah. And man, Diablo was fun. Rob, I had a lot of fun playing that in high school. Rob liked that you could pee I, I in that might. game. Hell yeah! <laughs> He's like, "I must have this." All right, so that's uh, that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the Sandbox Gamers. But wait, don't turn off the podcast yet, because I have things to tell you. First of all. If you made it all the way this far and you're listening to my voice right now, that makes you a true fan. And you know what true fans do? True fans support the shows that they love. And since you're a true fan, you would do the same thing for us, right? Right? Of course, the answer is yes. If you're not already subscribed, but I told you to subscribe, and I know you're subscribed. So hit the subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening to us on. And if it's Apple Podcasts or if it's Spotify, Give us that five-star review because it's going to help us out. It the, It's something to do with algorithms. I'm not a computer scientist. But if you push the buttons, it widens the net for people to find us. So push the buttons. Did you know that The Sandbox Gamers is part of the Geek So To Speak podcast network? Well, now you do. 
we have the Geek So To Speak podcast, which is going on a, I'll just call a spade a spade, a, a little bit of a hiatus right now. But that doesn't mean that there aren't 200 episodes in the backlog for you to listen to. So why don't you check that out? We also have our weekly comic book podcast called We Love Comics, hosted by our very own Factor. And the peanut gallery of rotating guests, including Marcus Seabury from Black Nerd, uh, Black Nerd Podcast, Power. Black Nerd Comedy. Power. Gosh, I feel so bad that I misremember it every time because it's the same thing every week and I still can't get it. But don't let that be any sort of sign that Marcus Seabury doesn't know what he's talking about because he, man, <laughs> he does know what he's talking about. And you also have Hunter Camp as well as tons of other people coming on and then you might even see me on there every once in a while oh, not yeah. yet though but maybe one of these days jeff w shaw so check it out everything you need to know for comic books every week we love podcasts and there's also Treknological, which is our weekly star trek podcast which is going to wrap up the reviews this season of star trek new horizons so keep strange new world Yep, I don't watch that show, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know what it was called. I took a shot in the dark, <laughs> and I was wrong. But if you are a Trekkie or a Trekker, depending on how you like to be called, check out our weekly Treknological podcast. You can go to geeksotospeak.com forward slash network. Find all the links or check the show notes or just search the names. You'll be all right. If you want to follow us as individuals, you can on Twitter at SandboxGamerPod, Instagram at TheSandboxGamers, or you can find all the links again in the show notes, linktree forward slash TheSandboxGamers. I already told you to like, rate, review, do all the things, so there's only one thing left for me to tell you, and that's GG, everybody, GG. GG's? Don't poop in the sandbox. <laughs>